0: Hey, hey, welcome back to the What The Fab podcast. Today, we're talking about 10 habits and rituals that have been keeping me sane during quarantine in this pandemic. I feel like we're all kind of at that point where we're just freaking Over it. I mean, I know it's different for every state, and our country is just kind of letting each state do whatever the f they want. And so, things in California are really different than things in Florida, for example. But I think for a lot of what the five listeners, based on the conversations that I've been having in my DMs, we're just really we're feeling it because we're coming up on that one year mark of when. world just like shut down and it's kind of shocking that we have been doing that we've been doing this for a year like staying in not seeing our friends and family not going to parties not going out to dinner like god I miss just going to a restaurant and having an amazing meal and you know, somebody else making me a cocktail versus me making it myself. Like I just obviously I miss traveling. There's so much that I miss and I know you guys do too. So I thought I would get into today um, a few things that have just been like bringing me joy and yeah, keeping me sane during this pandemic and during quarantine. Before we get into that, I just want to give a quick shout out to a recent review on Apple Podcasts. This one is from Vanessa Monique. She says, must subscribe. I'm only one episode in and I started at her most recent, but I'm already hooked. Now I'm playing catch up, listening to everything I missed. So in love with the What the Fab podcast. Woohoo! Thank you, Vanessa. You're the best. Thank you so much for leaving a review. And if you, dear sweet listener, have not left a review yet, please go ahead and do it. It takes literally two seconds and it helps me out so much. That's why I annoyingly mention at the beginning and the end of every single episode to do it. So if you could please do it, I would love you for it. And again, it just keeps me motivated and excited to continue creating these episodes for you. So let's just dive right in. Here are 10 things that have been keeping me sane during this panty. I sat down and just kind of journaled about it and I was like, what are the things that have made a difference for me that have been bringing me joy or just like straight up making my life a little bit less miserable than if I didn't do them during quarantine? So the first one is doing some kind of date night in with Omid and just breaking up the routine and the monotony of having dinner, watching Netflix, maybe having a glass of wine. Like We got into such a monotonous routine of doing this every single night for just days on end that I literally would look up some nights and be like, I can't remember if I took my my CBD like I take um, Equilibria and we'll talk about that in a minute but I take a soft gel in the evenings and I usually take it right after dinner and the nights were just starting to blur together because every single night was the same and I I would be like I cannot remember like I remember putting the pill (laughs) putting the soft gel in my mouth but I don't remember if that was tonight or last night or the night before like I don't I don't know. And I had this weird, like, Twilight Zone moment where I was like, okay, we need to, like, we need to shake things up a bit. So I'd love to hear from you guys, too, like, what you've been doing for, like, date night. In situations during quarantine, but some things that we've been having fun with are just like playing a card game, a board game. We just started doing a puzzle, which is hilarious because we thought we could do the like a thousand piece puzzle, and I am so impatient that it's actually kind of frustrating me. But it's been fun to like have a glass of wine and like sit down and play a game or do a puzzle. And we end up just chatting about other things that we wouldn't have if we had just turned on Netflix. And like, don't get me wrong, Shit's Creek, like we've been so into it. And like, just relaxing and watching Netflix absolutely has its place. Very necessary. But not every single night because the monotony is just, it was driving me nuts. And and it's still, you know, life is still very monotonous. It's not going to like magically make you feel like you're on a tropical vacation, but it absolutely has made a difference for us. We have also found a few other just fun things to do that are pandemic safe date nights. Um, one of them is in Napa. They open during the pandemic a drive-in movie situation so you just stay in your car that's fun we also did a sushi night so omid found a local seafood place that was selling these like sushi kits so you got slices of sashimi you got sushi rice you got the nori and ginger and all that stuff and we learned how to roll hand rolls and you know mixed and matched the different like garnishes that you could put in the different fish and it was so fun you know obviously there's lots of like cooking class options online. So come up with some fun date night things, like pick one at least once a week and and set a date. You know, it's nice to have something to look forward to. And it kind of just helps break up the the monotony. And, you know, if you're single, if you're living alone during this pandemic, you can still set a date for yourself to do something fun, go out and do something pandemic safe, do something with friends virtually, like just having that on your calendar gives you something to look forward to. And it also (laughs) has helped me, Be like, okay, date night is happening Friday night. Today is Thursday. Like, just, you know, because you look up sometimes and you're like, what day is it? I literally have no idea. Um, So, that's been something that we've been really enjoying. Number two is really making an effort to have outdoor time. So, This has been a lot easier now that we are in our new house. When we were in San Francisco, it was definitely harder, but I was still doing it, and it made a really big difference. So I try to have lunch outside. Sometimes I will do my morning journaling outside. I have started just, like, taking 15-minute walks. Um, If you listened to episode 13, I believe it was, with Sarah Jane Case, where we talk about the Enneagram. (laughs) One of the things that she mentioned was for type 3s, like me, one of her best pieces of advice for living a little bit more in the moment and appreciating the moment instead of constantly focusing on the next goal that you're striving for was to detach and to take walks. And we were laughing because she was saying like, yeah, a lot of type threes get annoyed with me for telling them to do this, but it's really good for you. And, you know, leaving your phone at home helps you detach and just kind of reconnect with yourself. So I've been trying to do that more and it has been really nice. I saw a really funny meme the other day. I will include it in the show notes, but is a picture of this bald eagle that looked really pissed off and grumpy, and it's like taking a step forward. And the caption said, me going out on a stupid little walk just to feel something during this pandemic. And I was like, oh my god, it me. Like, it me. I'm trying to just get outside, go on a walk just to feel something just to get a little bit of a change of scenery but it does help Um, when we were in our old apartment in San Francisco like I said it was a little bit harder but I did get pretty creative so in the mornings I would start my day with doing my journaling and my to do's outside I didn't necessarily have like anywhere to sit so I just sat on some neighbor's steps and that was lovely and then the other thing that we did was for our workouts we had been doing them inside in our one bedroom apartment. And then I was like, okay, we need to, we need to change things up. So I bought a 50 foot long ethernet cable and strung it down our apartment building's hallway and out to the garage and the garage was like this open air situation and that way I was able to plug my laptop in have internet from the ethernet cable and we could do our HIIT workouts with our trainer outside and it was just so nice to be able to get out of the apartment for an hour like get a change of scenery breathe some fresh air and so you know you can get creative with how you get your outdoor time in. Number three has been meditating. If you don't meditate, you probably are rolling your eyes right now because you're like, yeah, yeah, I've heard that meditation is a thing and it's good. But truly it is, I mean, meditation and breath work, it's like most people are going to say it's like the number one thing that you can do that an exercise for stress and anxiety without going the route of um, prescriptions. And I've been meditating off and on for years. I got pretty good at it when I was at Google and doing it pretty consistently. And then when I started working for myself, I was doing it a little bit less. I think like I was still stressed. I'm not going to say I was less stressed. I was just the stress was different. It was more kind of like the weight and the pressure of running my own business and like trying to do it all. But I've definitely been more consistent with it especially during this pandemic, and it helps. It helps every single time, even when I'm super busy and I really don't want to sit down and meditate. That's when I'm like, okay, this is when I need it the most, and I always feel better afterwards. It just, like, sometimes when I am doing so many things, like my heart rate is racing, my mind's racing, and just having, you know, sometimes I only do it for 10 minutes, sometimes 15, sometimes 20. And just 10 minutes makes a difference. Omid recently read me, he's reading reading this book that's super interesting, and it's all about like the human mind and stress and memory. And one thing that he was reading to me was about how your brain, when you are feeling stressed and anxious, you're basically creating these neural pathways that just like deepen and make it easier for you to access that feeling of stress and anxiety so it's kind of like this vicious cycle like the more you stress the more easy it is for your brain to feel that stress and it just keeps going and going so like how do you pull yourself out of that feeling and so when he read me that I was like Okay, I am definitely going to get back on my meditation game. Number four is our HIT workouts. So I have mentioned HIT School before on the podcast. Um, if you want to check them out, it's hitschool.com and HIT is spelled H-I-I-T because it's high intensity interval training. Um... I used to work out with Hit School when I was at Google. So they partner with a lot of tech companies and provide workouts for employees like on campus. And so I worked out with Hit School for maybe 3 years during my time at Google. Honestly, that was one of the things that I was really missing when I left Google was my old trainer, shout out to Pete. And when we went into lockdown, Hit School was like, "Guess what? We're going virtual. Like it's going to be over Google Hangouts." we'll be able to see you. You can see us. And we're going to provide you with these virtual workouts. And at the time, it was kind of like, you know, we don't know how long this is going to be. You know, it's ended up being a year. Who knows how much longer we're going to be in this. But I was like, well, this is great. I can work out with my old trainer again. Omid can join me. Obviously, we're doing it from home. And having that structure of like, okay, Mondays and Wednesdays, we have our hit classes. On Fridays, we do their tempo class. Like just knowing that like this is what I'm doing at 530 on a Monday and getting that exercise in has been so clutch during this pandemic. I mean, exercise has always been huge for me in terms of just managing stress and my mood like i get super fucking grumpy if i don't work out i notice it if i go like 3 days and i haven't gotten a workout in i will kind of forget but i'll just be like god why am i so grumpy like i just feel like a raging bitch and then i'll realize oh i haven't worked out in 3 days okay let me go let me go run let me go do something let me move my body and it always helps like endorphins are real and during this this pandemic i mean we need all the help we can get with with some extra endorphins and and if you want to know more about Hit School, they are running at least throughout this year. So you can definitely sign up. It's um, built out into, I think it's like 10 week sessions, um, but it's awesome. And I will put in a little ad spot for them here so you can learn more about it and take advantage of a discount and referral. This episode is brought to you by Hit School. Okay, so Hit School didn't pay for a sponsorship on my podcast, but they just launched a great referral program that I had to share with you because. They're my go-to for my at-home workout routine. And some of my readers have been asking how I've been staying fit during COVID. This is it. I've been working out with Hit School for four years now. The first few years were actually in person with the trainers when I was at Google because they did a lot of corporate workout programs. And last year at the start of this pandemic, they created a virtual program. So you work out with them over Google Hangouts in a small group setting and the workouts kick your butt. I am always so sore afterwards All you need are a pair of dumbbells and you're good to go. Your trainer gives you personalized feedback because they see you on camera, so they make sure your form is on point and they nicely call you out if you're slacking off, which I definitely need because it really pushes me. And the other thing is the accountability factor. If I am paying for these classes and my trainer knows if I show up or not, I do not miss a class versus if I tell myself, okay, yeah, I'm gonna do a YouTube workout video on my own later today, half the time I end up skipping. Okay, so here's the pricing breakdown. One semester is eight weeks long and costs $270, but if I refer you, you get 50 bucks off bringing it to 220. Now you get two classes a week with your trainer. So that's 16 classes, but then they also give you access to all of these other additional live classes throughout the week. So personally, I do an abs and butt class with them. I do a strength training class and then my regular two days a week with my trainer. So that's 32 classes that I'm taking advantage of in a semester. And if you wanted to do even more, you could, but let's just say you're doing four workouts a week, like me, that comes out to less than $7 a class. That is a freaking steal. Oh, you should also know that anyone else in your household can join you for your workouts for free. They don't have to pay for their own membership. So Omid works out with me for all of the workout classes. It's so much fun to have a workout buddy. And if you do the math between the two of us, I mean, it is just such a good deal. When I think about what I used to pay for Barry's classes, they're like $30 a class. Like my God. Anyways, if you want to sign up with Hit School and kick off your new year right, shoot me an email so I can refer you, and you'll get $50 off. Full transparency, I get $50 off too, so it's a win-win for both of us. Email me at Elise, E-L-I-S-E, at whatthefab.com. Use HIT School in the subject line, and I will help you get all signed up. Maybe we'll even work out together. If you want to take a look at their website to learn more about the program, it's hitschool.com. HIT is spelled h-i-i-t because it stands for high intensity interval training so it's hitschool.com and don't forget to shoot me an email so you can get that 50 bucks off all right let's get back to the show Number five has been my morning routine. So I have a whole episode that is all about my morning routine, start to finish, what I do, recommendations for it, what I love about it. It is episode number nine. And um, so I won't go into all those details here. You can listen to that episode if you're interested. But I will say that I started having a morning routine when I started working for myself. I did not have one when I worked at Google. I would just roll out of bed, get ready and run out the door. But having a morning routine is freaking lovely, you guys. It is so nice. If you don't have a morning routine, get you one. It is the best. It's just such a great way to start your day and kick off how the rest of your day flows and your intentions. And it's lovely and it just feels wonderful. So just little things that you can do for yourself. Like I said, I have all my details in episode nine, but I personally love the um, just like making myself coffee, journaling, the types of like the way that I write out to do's and block off time for my day, my gratitude list. All of those things are part of my morning routine. And it's just a really nice way to start the day. Number six, we have a group of friends that we have been doing weekly Friday night FaceTimes with. So it's pretty crazy to think. I think we've only missed like one or two because we had something else going on. Like maybe my family was visiting, like we had quarantined so that we could get together. And so we skipped the FaceTime call with friends that Friday. But we've been doing this for almost a year. So we've been we've done almost like 50 FaceTime calls it's so crazy. But this is a group of friends that we are just really, really close with. The two guys were Omid's best men at our wedding. Um, So they've been best friends from middle school and high school. And then their wives, like the three of the, the six of us, really, but we've all become really close over the years. And so every Friday night, we know that we are hopping on a FaceTime with them. Like some people might still be cooking dinner or eating dinner. We definitely all have drinks in hand. We're definitely all drinking and cheersing each other. And we just talk about all the things. Like, It could be light and fun and funny and we could be laughing our asses off or it could be about current events, politics, COVID. We have done like virtual game nights, like every night's different, but it's something that we all look forward to and we've all kind of joked but like are serious when we say that like this is the highlight of our week. So again, having something to look forward to in quarantine on a weekly basis is huge it's like you know we gotta we gotta take the little wins where we can so shout out to shauna and Bobak and jeff and Lindsay. you guys have helped keep us sane for sure during this pandemic Okay, number seven is reading, but specifically reading fiction. I think before this past year, I would really kind of gravitate towards books that are focused on personal growth, personal development, as well as business-related books. And it can almost kind of feel like a waste of time for me if I'm like going to be reading, like, I, I feel like I need to be reading about books and things that are going to help me grow myself and my business. And that is 100% my type three Enneagram coming out of like, how am I going to set these goals and reach them and like, better myself and grow and like, this past year and and before the pandemic a little bit, I was starting to read more fiction books just like for pleasure. And I was like, oh, I forgot how nice this is. Like, this is lovely. So I have been really focused on adding books to my Kindle and to my queue that are fiction. You guys, a digital detox challenge. If you haven't tried it yet, definitely check it out. It's basically all these different things to do for a digital detox. And one of them is what we have been doing every week, no cell Sundays. So on Sundays we put our phones away, we lock them up in a drawer and we don't touch them all day. It sounds hard and sometimes it is, but mostly it's just freeing. Like it feels great and it helps me feel so much more refreshed for for Monday and for like the work week and I, it made me realize how much I'm reaching for my phone, like how stimulated I am by all of these notifications and pings, and it's it's just been like so wonderful. So we're obsessed with it. We love doing it, um, and I highly recommend giving it a try, especially during quarantine while we're just so attached to our screens because what else is there to do? I feel like it's more important than ever to give yourself that intentional break. So give it a try and listen to episode number 11 if you haven't yet all about how to do a digital detox. Last one is meal planning. I have never done meal planning before, but I think I was just kind of feeling like in a rut, like we're home so much, we are cooking for ourselves, which is great. We normally do, but I feel like we usually have, you know, some breaks from that during the week. We usually have events that we're going to or going out to dinner with ourselves or with our our friends. Like, we just don't have that anymore right now. And so the whole cooking at home every single night, you know, occasionally we do order in, but cooking at home for most nights. It was just getting, I don't know, it was it was feeling like a major chore and we would look at each other around like 6 p.m. and be like, well, what do you want to do for dinner tonight? Like, I don't know. Like, what do we have? I don't know. And so it was just feeling very uninspired. So a couple months ago during quarantine, I decided on Sundays I would sit down and plan out not every single meal, but just our dinners for the entire week. And I would order our groceries online so that they would be delivered and ready to go for the week. And it has helped a lot. I've got to say, like, there's no more, you know, what are we going to do for dinner? We know exactly what we're having. We know who's cooking it. Omid and I take turns and I, I cook a little bit more during the week just because he's really cute and he's, like, such a gourmet chef. And he'll find these really intricate and, like, detail-oriented recipes that take a lot of, like, require a lot of effort. And he'll be like, I'm going to make this, you know, ramen dish or, you know, whatever on Saturday. So he'll spend, like, hours making this amazing meal for us and it's again like another special treat something fun for us to look forward to but it does take a lot of time and effort versus i'm like cool i'm gonna grab this marinated chicken from trader joe's and like whip up up some broccoli and sweet potato gnocchi and like that's dinner for tonight it's gonna take me 15 minutes so I also will look for other new recipes to try just to, you know, add some variety. Variety is the spice of life. Um, So I'm always looking for new healthy recipes to try and adding those to my meal planning for the week. It's just been like a really nice way to feel like, okay, we're set for the week. We have the groceries we need. We know what we're having for dinner and we don't have to worry about it. Okay, well, those are the 10 things, the 10 habits and rituals that are bringing me some joy and keeping me sane during this pandemic. Let me know if there's anything else that you've been doing that has been helping you. I'd love to hear it. I am always on the lookout for new things we can do and try to just add a little bit more joy to the current situation because, like I said, we are over it. But We've got to hang in there. We're so close. Like people are getting vaccinated, which is so great to see. And it's giving me so much hope to, to see it starting to be rolled out to normal people, albeit older, but hopefully our time will come very soon. But yeah, if you have been enjoying these episodes, go ahead and take a screenshot, share it on your stories, tag me at WTFab so I can reshare it and let me know, let me know what you thought or what else you're doing to keep yourself sane during quarantine. Also, be sure to rate and review if you have not already. It's like a little love note to me, and I appreciate it, and it helps me grow the podcast. And yeah, we'll be back next week with another interview that I can't wait to share. So be sure to subscribe if you haven't already so that you don't miss it. And we will chat soon.